0: You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan Winter.
1: It takes more than a great product, a pretty website and some social media to have a successful online store, but you've probably already figured that out. So after a
0: decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we share our knowledge, experience and wisdom with you so you can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we chat to Sarah Loverson from Glimmer Gear Australia about her journey from deciding whether to go into liquidation and close up shop to tripling her monthly revenue and launching a second business that sold out of stock in just three months. She also shares how she went from attending 30 expos a year to growing her online store that now she doesn't have to attend a single one. Before we dive in, if you enjoy this episode, please take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories by tagging us at Unstoppable Ecom. This would absolutely make our day It'll also mean the world to us if you could rate the show and leave a review. It really helps with our ratings and it will help other online store owners find the
1: information they're looking for. Let's dive in. We hope you enjoy this episode. Sarah, welcome to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. We are so happy to have you on this episode and talk all about your business and the success of your business and um, all the things so welcome. Thank you guys it's so good to be here. Nice Thank to you. have you. Yeah so we're basically going to be uh, going under the hood of Sarah's business. Sarah has been, we've, uh, how long have we known you? 18 months? You were one of the early Igniter, Ecom Igniter students
2: yeah yeah so it was right back when you guys teamed up with um better packaging codes and I came across you guys and and basically jumped on board from there so and you stuck with me So
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been okay so that's been a good I guess maybe 12 18 months I don't know so when we first um met you tell us we we basically just want to share your really inspirational journey so that other people who are where you were, as we always say with uh, anyone who's doing Ecom Igniter, which is our program that teaches people how to sell more on their online store for anybody who doesn't know, we always say people are either where you were now or are going to be where you are now. So, you know, everyone's always in the same boat. So we just want to kind of use your story as a really inspirational um, Peace for anybody listening because you have done some amazing things. Oh,
2: thank you. Um, so we were essentially at a make or break point. So we were at a point where we were deciding whether the business really did have legs or whether we pull up stumps, liquidate the stock and basically walk away because it was too hard.
1: you? Wow. I didn't know that.
2: We were, we were well... We were because we were continually pouring money in to build it but not seeing any results from any of that. Um, We were getting the sales and we could feel like we were getting a bit of a groundswell happening but I didn't quite know what to do with it. So, I'll say we quite a lot because it feels (laughs) like you know, I've got myself, my hats. husband, yeah, my my parents help us out a bit. My best friend helps us out a bit. But generally it's me. So, but
1: I will say we a lot and that's why. Um, <laughs> You're wearing all the hats. Me, myself and I wearing all the hats, doing yeah, all the things. <laughs> yeah, doing all the things.
2: Um, so it was kind of at that point where we knew it had potential but didn't quite know what to do and how to move it forward. Um, And I've worked for a lot of businesses over the years and seen some atrocious ones and seen some brilliant ones and, you know, I knew what I didn't want but wasn't quite sure how to make it what I did want. Um, And then COVID came along. So this was right before COVID started. And then COVID comes along and we're like, holy shit, now what do we do? (laughs) Language Uh, warning. Sorry.
0: Um, COVID would have had a big impact for you because you focused a lot on events.
2: Yeah, yeah. So for those that don't know, we specialize in health and safety equipment for endurance athletes. So we were attending about 30 events throughout the year, like physically attending, physically packing up stock, packing the van, setting it up, unpacking it, putting it away, restocking the warehouse, which is the house. You know, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and doing that plus selling online, and I was traveling up and down the east coast in the van. You know, fifteen times a year, like wow. I was doing a lot wow. of cases. So, but we always had the online presence. I just didn't know how to translate me, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> into online because people would come to events and we'd all talk to them very openly and explain i'm i'm very much an advocate of giving everybody as much information as they want or don't want um and letting them make the decision i'm not into this pushy thing i will answer the questions i will give you all the information you need to make the decision but you need to make that decision so and that's how we treated them at events but i couldn't get that to translate on socials or via the website or anything like that. So COVID came along <laughs> and it was a case of, all right, we're turning over money, we're making money, but we've, we're still investing a lot into the business to try and give it legs. How do we get this to work? How do we actually get it to generate its own income so that it is self-sustaining and I can actually earn some money from this I don't I don't want to take over the world I don't want to be Richard Branson but
0: <laughs> you It'd know be nice to pay yourself a wage
2: I want to be able to pay myself mm. a wage and have somebody to be able to come in and help me do things and be
1: able to pay them as well so you know I am so surprised to hear that because we as we've become you know, as we've come to know you, and we see you in our in our student group, and you're always you're sharing so many positive stories and wins, and helping all of the other students. And you've even progressed now to be a mentor within the group. I had no idea that you were at that point, and it's really surprising for me to hear that because you are really kicking goals now. So I just had I don't know, I just had no idea, and that's because.
2: The teachings of you guys has enabled me to go, right, I actually feel like I'm in control of the business now. The business isn't control of me. I've got plans. I'm being strategic. I have <laughs> marketing ideas. I have all these things now. And my brain has just exploded with possibility, you know.
0: So the and- running community is definitely not one that I can relate to because if you see me running, something's definitely chasing me.
2: But I do
0: know (laughs) from friends that are runners and triathletes that it is very much a community sport and it's very much people. So I can imagine you at an event like really building rapport with people, talking to them. You know, people buy from people that they know, like and trust. So for you, I guess the biggest thing was bringing that across and you were kind of forced to with COVID from that face-to-face to actually getting people to know you through the online store and I remember and I and this is the big difference between people that do our program that do okay and people that do our program that do really well is those that just jump in and take action and I remember one of our things that we teach people is actually put yourself behind the brand and put yourself out there and do videos of yourself.
2: And that's <laughs> and really scary.
0: <laughs> it was really scary, but you did it and it made such a big difference. And I remember seeing you posted the group and be like, look at the ad that I've just made. And it was like you with your products and introducing yourself. And you really managed to, I guess, Ooh. put what you would normally do face to face into that online experience and get people to know you behind the brand in an online capacity.
2: Yeah, and there's one ad that's doing super, super well for us, which is me literally just jumping up and down <laughs> <laughs> with um, changing the T-shirt or the top that I've got on because it's the same style of top but in multiple colours and doing that split cut in between the multiple colours. Um. And that top essentially has basically, it's pretty much sold out last year in most of the colours and sizes that sold out last year. And this year, it pretty much has almost done the same thing. And that ad has been huge for us. And there's no way I would have done that ad previous <laughs> to meeting and you guys.
0: Like how much of a difference is that to just putting up a picture of the t shirt and being like, hey, huge, buy this?
1: Huge. Yeah, and the it's facial so good, expression. Though. Yeah, so good that you've been able to replicate that expo experience through what you're doing now on your online store. So so amazing to see. So tell us a little bit about how you got from working out whether you wanted to close down the site or not and go into liquidation as to where you are now. So tell us a little bit about where you are now and then we'll dive into how you got there so that um people can follow along at home and also be the same. We need to do a little bingo card for this one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> tick things up. <laughs> um, so where we are now, we're at the point where I am – Almost at the point where I can scale my Facebook ads, which I'm really, really excited about, and I actually understand what that means now. <laughs> what, okay, what does that
1: mean so for people who might not know what that means? What oh. do you mean? What do you mean by that?
2: So it means that I'm getting think- enough return on what I'm putting in dollar-wise into the Facebook ads that they're paying for their sell- them. Sorry, they're paying for themselves. That I'm that they're paying for the stock. They're paying for all the fixed costs that we can't budge, so storage, warehousing, technology, internet, all that stuff. And they're paying for the incidental things, the running, the costs of running a business. So, it means that we're getting enough return on the ad spend. So, for every dollar I put in, I'm getting X amount back in sales that you can actually increase the budget that you're spending on them. So scale them, which in turn, more people visit the website, you know, um, that we've also gotten the um, conversion. That's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) (laughs) The conversion rate on the website is holding relatively high, which for us being an online fitness store for want of a better better term is is huge so we're we're really sitting at that low three point you know to 3.3 awesome. which is huge for us so it makes such
0: a big difference just that couple of percent
2: yeah and it's come up from you know we were always sitting at sort of two two point you know two um but now it's it's just so much better and you can see it you can see that difference and you just get to breathe that exhale a little bit and go, oh, yeah, I've actually got the money to pay that bill this week. Yeah, cool. <laughs> That's so Sarah's, amazing. That's Sarah's
0: awesome. being super modest because since she started, she has more than doubled her monthly revenue and started a second business. Yeah,
2: that was scary. <laughs> <laughs> that was really scary. That second business was like, oh, my God, are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? All um, right. But with you guys and doing the Igniter, it meant that I knew how to do a pre-launch campaign. I knew exactly how to set that website up. And yes, I'm the one that was continually redoing my website, you know, <laughs> multiple times, but I'm finally happy with it. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it meant all those things we could put into place straight away. And I didn't have to fiddle with it all. I could just set it up, set the ads up, set it all up ready to go. and you know, it would work, yeah. And, but you've also got that tale of you've got to wait for the reviews to come in, you've got to wait. Like you can't just the stuff that you've got to wait for, which doesn't happen overnight, unfortunately.
1: It's such a good point that you make because when once you've learnt the skills that are required to grow an e-commerce brand and, and sell more on your online store that you currently have now, Even if you're wanting to launch a brand new product or, in your case, a brand new store, everything just translates over, right? So once you've got those fundamental skills, they're with you for life, essentially. And that's exactly what you've done. You've taken all the learnings from your now successful business into your straightaway successful business, right? Well, it's
2: getting there. Yeah. (laughs) When we get more stock. Well, actually, yeah, it
1: is so successful that we
2: sold out of our first shipment. So, I've got to wait and, for oh, more stock to arrive. That's <laughs> a good problem to have. <laughs> it's a really problem. good problem to have. And <laughs> yeah. I honestly reckon if I'd done it on my own, I'd still be sitting on stock for another, you know, three, four months. So, it's just all those, yeah, as you said, being all those little skills that you learn. And some of them are not so little. Some of them are huge skills that you learn, you know, and that knowledge base that you gain is transferable and not just to e-commerce like you can transfer it to other things like you know stuff from my running has really helped with my mindset behind the business as well my coach has always said um control the controllables and that applies so much to like business that. as well there's some things you just can't control but you've just got to focus mm. on the controllables and and deal with those and the rest will do whatever it wants to do you
1: know? yeah. uh, how many times i've been going for a run or walking up a mountain thinking about business analogies <laughs> I cannot relate. <laughs> uh, gardening? What about gardening? It's kind of, you know, I always think uh, that about I can do. <laughs> whatever I'm doing, I'm thinking about bloody business analogies. Uh, <laughs>
0: now, you touched on your conversion rate going from the twos to the threes and if people don't really understand conversion rate, they might not realise what a big deal that is. So a conversion rate is for every person that comes to your website, what percent actually checks out. And pictures are something. So for every 100 people, you are having two people buy. Now for every 100 people, you're having three people buy or three and a half people buy. And that means essentially you're making 50% more sales from your store than you were to go from two to three. So it's actually a huge big deal. Yeah, it's massive. What uh, were some of the key things? And I know you were always tinkering and tweaking with your website, uh, but what were the key changes that you made to get that increase?
2: The big thing for us was the layout. So um, it was very busy, extraordinarily busy, and the, and I didn't know what was busy about it. Like I knew it wasn't, I knew it wasn't great. But everything was there, but I didn't know how to fix it, basically. Yeah. I knew what it needed um, and I thought I had all that. But I had it all there, but it wasn't logical. It was logical. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was all there, yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it became ordered and it became, became? Became. It became, <laughs> it became logical because um, my brain does not necessarily think like everybody else's brain and that's okay, you know, um, but it became more standardised, which isn't a bad thing I've learned.
0: <laughs> mm. so. that That's such a good point because people think oh, I have to reinvent the wheel with my website and I want it to be different to everyone else's. But people are trained to know where to look for certain things, like where to look for buttons on a website, where to go to shop everything and browse all the products and where this is going to be and where that's going to be and where the checkout button's going to be. And then if people come and reinvent the wheel and make this fancy website and the buttons are in a different spot and the menu's on the side and you can't find the add to cart button, people get frustrated. Yeah, They don't realise why, but it's because somebody's not using that standard layout Um, You know, it's like having, Megan loves analogies. So it's like if you decided to (laughs) put the street signs in different places and things like that on the road, people would get confused and there'd be accidents. So on an online store, having the stock standard layout, you can still make it look beautiful and you can make it stand out from the rest with the products and the descriptions and all the social proof and things like that. But the standardised things like where your buttons are, and things like that, you want people just to know where they are without mm. having to look for them.
1: You want people to use their brain power and their attention on your products, not looking, where's, where's my menu? Where's my button? You want them to go, oh, I love this product. I love the five different colours that you have in this sold-out SKU now um, yeah. rather than going, where's the street signs? What am I looking oh, yeah. for again? I, I don't, I'm confused. <laughs> like yeah.
2: Or looking Um, at that big chunk of text, and then you know, yeah, all the information's there, but it's not easy for the brain to digest it. And you know, that sort of stuff made huge differences for us. And the reviews—like, I knew I had to do reviews, but I didn't know how to put them there, and I didn't know how to to do all that. Um, And Emails. Oh my God, emails. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had stuff set up, but. You're clavio Queen now. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I had stuff set
2: up, but it wasn't like I didn't know how much to set up or how little to set up or when to set it all up. So I sort of knew that that should be happening, but. And I sort of made a pig's breakfast of it. But, you know, it's, it's neat and it's tidy and it's easy and it all talks to each other and it's just simple now. I don't yeah.
0: have email Email's one of those things that it's time-consuming to set up and it takes effort and, it, you know, you've got to put that in. But once they're set up, the automations and things like that, it's done. It's, you know, and then you can sit and watch it all work, which is the fun part.
2: Yeah, and it's interesting. It's, it's just been a real eye-opener and the whole ads thing. It's sort of like you know what you should, but you don't quite know what's broken. Like, does that, does that make any sense? You, know, you, you
1: don't know what you don't know.
2: Yeah, and there's so much I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so tell us, what's a day in the life of now?
2: A day in the life for me now is, essentially the night before we try and pick our stock for orders for the next morning so we go around because we're working from home we have the ability to do that and that's just because I like to be prepared for the next morning so the night before we'll sort of quickly pick the stock for the orders that have come through in the afternoon and I say orders because yes we generally get multiple orders a day which prior to all these Ooh. we weren't <laughs> You know, we'd be lucky if we get maybe 15 a week and now we're probably averaging that at least a day. So that's a slow day for mm. us is sort of 10 to 15 orders now.
1: Fantastic.
2: Um, yeah, which used to be, you know, that would be a great week for us. So this is how much it's changed. Uh, so we'll pick the orders of an evening and then the next morning I can get up, I can pick the rest of the stock for the orders that have come through either overnight or late evening, you know, after we've picked the others. And then, you know, do all the paperwork associated with that, write all the notes, pack all the orders, pack them all, ship them all, print the labels, but, you know, basically get them all ready to go. Bundle off down to the post office and I've now got an awesome relationship with my local post office. They're brilliant. Uh,
1: the most important relationship you need to have with an online store is with your posties. Oh, <laughs> is it ever, man? And your delivery
2: drivers. Your delivery guys yeah. that come to the come to wherever you're based, them and the posties, and you're sweet. <laughs> um so down to the post office, do that, and then in the afternoon it's more all the the admin stuff behind the scenes. So uh, if I haven't had a chance to do my batching days for socials, it's organising the next couple of days of socials or, you know, answering emails or just all those little things that need to be done that, you know, updating ads or planning what ads you're going to set up because, you know, you've got to refresh some or you've had an idea that is being triggered Mm -hmm. by something that you want to do or, Ordering stock, in processing stock, uploading stock to the (laughs) website—just all those little things that people don't see that actually enable you to run your business. Processing returns and exchanges and that sort of stuff. Yeah.
1: And also, I mean, you're really helpful in the student group. So you jump in and you know you answer other student questions, and you're always—you've always got time for that as well. So massive. Um, thank you for that. From On behalf of all the students, yeah. I'm sure they would all agree that you're amazing at, at helping others as well.
0: We were like, well, what are we going to do when I go on maternity leave? Who's going to answer all these Facebook and techie questions? And in pop Sarah, and it
1: was amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cue the expert. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> this is a lot that I handballed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what's next? You've gone from being really overwhelmed. It sounds like now you have your systems in place each day of what you do and you've got, you know, still a lot on your plate though. So what's next? What are you going to outsource? What's so next, like the ideal day?
2: Yeah, ideal day is, oh, God, I don't know. I don't, the problem is I don't even think I've let myself daydream that because <laughs> But it feels it's like that elusive dangling carrot. It's like <laughs> wake up and don't pick any
0: orders because you've you know outsourced that to third party.
2: Ah, oh, see, I don't, I don't know. This is the thing. I sort of go, oh, I like my control too much. I don't know if I <laughs> want to do the third party thing. Ideally, there'd be somebody coming in here to to pick and post, like pick pack, send the orders that. If if I could get someone to handle that and then help me compile social like social st- stuff, um, that would be great. The one thing I'd love to handball completely to somebody else, which I know I can't is my
1: emails. <laughs> I don't like emails. <laughs> I think we're all in that. Um, I wish we
0: could handball our personal
1: uh, excuse emails. Excuse me, email zero person over here. I'm the organised uh, Virgo yeah. in the room. I'm, I'm <laughs> the email zero at the end of – I don't do it every day, but at least at the end of every week I have my My phone gives me a <laughs> Yeah, what is it? What, what's yours, Karen? What, how many emails do you have on your phone at the moment?
0: 1877.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's just the unread. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, I know you seven- can't see Sarah's face right now, but it's <laughs> shocked. <you all. laughs>
2: I have 75 unread and probably 10 that are waiting action <laughs> because they're awaiting feedback on different things. Um, <laughs> and that fills me with dread megan oh, just tells me to
0: select all and archive i'm
1: like but there might
0: be something important then oh, they'll contact on. you again
1: okay. <laughs> yeah look okay little little <laughs> sidebar here because you know as we always do on our insider calls we go on sidebars so i'm just going to do that now hot tip for anybody who has a 1764 email <laughs> inbox select all archive declare email bankruptcy if somebody is going to want to reply they'll follow up with you maybe go through the last you know a couple of days and uh, pick out the important ones declare email bankruptcy start again i love it. and then just at the end of every day Go through your emails and life will be so much better, I promise. (laughs) I need that in my auto-reply
2: to people. I've declared email bankruptcy. Don't even bother. Don't pass go. (laughs) Why haven't I written back? Because I archived you. (laughs) I must admit most of mine are that the one thing I have noticed with as the business, a couple of downfalls to a growing business, the amount of spam email you get quadruples and it's all that how can we help with you seo website designer (laughs) so i go well we're obviously growing because people are finding us so we're good um and the other the trolls man trolls are nasty and they're horrible little creatures Mm. um and that you get trolls. we do for some things yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and it's it's really not not massively but there's always those couple of things that, yeah, we get, we get trolled on um, and it's very much the block, delete. Look, I'm not even going to yeah. engage with you. It's not worth it. I used to get really cut up about it. Like I used to be like, oh. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, whatever. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah that, that's something that we teach in examiner block and delete, block and delete.
1: Yeah, yeah. So what would, you ta- what would you say to somebody who was in your shoes when you know when you first were starting to learn about all of this like what what would you say to somebody who if you could go back and give yourself advice what would you what would you say it's okay
2: to be different it's it's okay to be you. don't be frightened of it you know don't don't worry about what everybody else is doing in the sense of you know don't compare because what they're doing could be completely different to you and you don't know what they're doing behind the scenes you know they could be completely bankrupt you don't you don't know or they could be morally bankrupt or you know don't don't worry about everybody else stay in your lane and get Get advice and get help on the things that you're not comfortable or confident in and, you know, educate yourself. Don't – nobody's, nobody's going to come along and, and wave this magic wand and have it be fixed. It doesn't work like mm-hmm. that. You've got to do the work. You've really got to do the work and, and understand it, I think, you know I think you've got to understand it so that if something does go wrong you know why <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> or you know how to fix it yeah and you know yeah. how to fix it or you know where to go to get it fixed I think that yeah that's one of the mm-hmm. big things and don't be afraid to ask for help if you don't know or you don't understand ask you know there's people out there to help you but only if you want to help yourself you know if mm-hmm. you're going to do the woe is me.
1: It's not going to change. I love our hard yards. I love that you, I love a couple of the things that you said there. One is, you know, if you learn how to do it yourself, you, you can know, at least even when you're ready to outsource, you can sniff out a bullshitter and you can, you know, what's going to work in your business. And then uh, so many times people come, even people come to our agency and say, I just want you to take it. Like, take it and make it work. It's like, well, you know, there is no magic wand. There are so many moving parts that if you learn how to do it yourself, then that's where the success comes from. So that's, yeah, I love that you said that.
0: Now, we do have another live round of Igniter coming up in September. So for those people thinking about it and maybe wondering whether or not they should do it, what would you say to them?
2: Just freaking do it, man. Like, you'll love it. It's (laughs) Hands down, it's been the best thing I could have done. It's it's really stopped me from feeling like everything was running me to enabling me to actually run my business and run it strategically and have plans in place and actually feel, I'm a control freak, anyone will tell you that, (laughs) and actually feel like I've got control of the business and it's not. It's not in control of me. I I am um denied, I will admit. I sat there and went, oh, God, if we're deciding on whether to pull the pin, can I really justify the money? You know, best, best money I ever spent, hands down. Oh. Well, we're so glad
0: you did because it allowed us to meet you and to watch your amazing transition, not just of this business, but your new business as well. And for those that do come on board with Igniter, you'll meet Sarah because she's also now one of our student mentors helping other people that are coming through the program.
2: Oh, which I love. I love. It's (laughs) such a great little community. It really is. It's it's a beautiful group of people and they're all really, really supportive. They're great.
0: That's my favourite part is the, the, the Facebook group and everyone like celebrating everyone else when they're kicking goals.
2: Yeah, or commiserating together when things don't quite go to plan, which can happen, you know, but the celebration of wins is huge.
1: When iOS decides to uh, come along Uh and (laughs) wreck everything. No, doesn't wreck. clean handled that. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. It doesn't wreck. Everybody's Change handled that. Things. So, we um, adapt
2: and overcome.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Spoken like a true runner.
2: <laughs> You're allowed to have you cry on the side of the road for like five minutes, but then you got to pick yourself up
1: and keep moving. I love it. Wise words from Sarah there. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast I'm sure this has been such an inspiration to everybody and we are so looking forward to seeing where your businesses are in another 12 months it's exciting thank you so so much